0: Hey, how you doing everybody? Joe McCall here from the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. And on this series of three or four videos here, I'm gonna show you where I believe the new opportunities are in this changing market. If you're a real estate investor, this is gonna be a really, really important video for you to watch and pay attention because market is changing. Wealth doesn't disappear, uh, wealth transfers. And so as we're changing things here in the market, and the housing market, nobody really knows what's going on. And my goal isn't to tell you what's going to happen to the future or predict what's going to happen in the future. My goal is to tell you how to best prepare for the future. If things get better, great. If not, well, you're gonna be prepared and you're gonna have a plan. So in this mind map, and there's a ton of stuff in here, I'm gonna go through this entire mind map in about three videos. And if you want this mind map, you can get it for absolutely free if you just text the word FLIP to 313131. Again, text the word FLIP to 313131. If you're watching this right now on Facebook or YouTube, I'd appreciate somebody typing that in the comments so that you all can see it. And if you like this video, give me a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, share the video or whatnot, okay? So there's a lot of new opportunity coming and let's just dive right in. I wanna give you some big picture things. And I've talked about this a lot before, but I'm gonna be sharing it again in a lot more detail here. But every crisis comes with an equal amount of opportunity. All right? It depends on how you react to it. Now is the time to keep your eyes open and understand that this too shall pass. It's just a matter of when. And when we're in this crisis, there's two very important rules you need to understand, all right? Time is your friend, and emotion is your enemy. Let's talk about time as your friend. You know, time is everything when it comes to being prepared for a crisis. And let me kind of explain this here. No one knows how long this crisis is going to last. Maybe it'll blow over in a couple months. Maybe it won't. Maybe this is a slight blip, or maybe it's something more major. The one single fact we know is that we just don't know how this is all going to play out. So you need to detach yourself from your own bias. Admit, you guys, we just don't know the future. So you need to prepare for the for both the best and worst case scenarios. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst, right? So the more time you can give yourself in your business, the more likely you're going to be to be prepared and to recover. And more time gives you the ability to make better, more strategic decisions. More time gives you the ability to make better adjustments and move when you need to. Now, the second important rule is to, un- to understand is this. Emotion is your enemy. Fear is going to cripple your business. Fear drives short-term decisions. Short-term decisions driven by fear cause long-term problems. And during times of fear and panic, people often become irrational. People usually follow emotions rather than logic. So as business owners, we need to understand, again, time is our friend emotion, is our enemy. So it's time to look for opportunities. It's kind of like a wildfire, you know, when a when a crisis burns down the week, it allows new life to grow and all that new space creates an opportunity for new businesses to and ideas to flourish. And there's been there's tons of examples of businesses that have started during huge recessions. These are companies that started after the crash of 2008, Airbnb, Uber, WhatsApp, Pinterest, Slack, Stripe, some of the technology companies, right? So as you're looking for opportunities, remember this, your mind will only will find whatever you focus on. So if you focus on fear, you're going to find that, or you can focus on opportunity and you're going to find the opportunity. So how could you use this time as, as a way to find empathy for your customers, not take advantage of them, right? How can you serve your customers better? Your buyers, your sellers, your investors, your, you know, your lenders, your title companies, right? How can you serve them better? Don't pretend to ignore the problem with your customers, your tenants, especially, right? And hope that it goes away. What can you do right now to make your tenants, your buyers, your sellers, your, their lives a little easier. So time to look for opportunities, right? The second thing I want to talk, about is the importance of investing right now, not saving. There's a difference. It's important to invest for the long term. You know, the worst thing you could do right now is sell everything that you have in the stock market or panic and freak out. But you know, the, the quote from Warren Buffett, be fearful when others are greedy, be greedy when others are fearful. So right now it's time to invest in your marketing. Don't sl- stop. Don't slow down. A lot of your competitors have stopped marketing. We're seeing this in Facebook and Google ad costs have plummeted by 30 to 40%. And one of the things I'd encourage you to do is study the great depression, and recessions of the past. And one time I saw this image at the Rockefeller Center when I was in New York. It's a picture of a guy selling his car after the Great Depression. And it's a pretty sad picture. And it really kind of had an emotional impact on me. He says, $100 will buy this car, must have cash, lost it all on the stock market. It's a very famous picture. And I saw this at the Rockefeller Center. And Rockefeller, during that time, actually helped a lot of people by creating new jobs. And below that image, I took the screenshot here, and I know it may be hard to see. I'll read it to you here. On Black Tuesday, October 29th, 1929, the stock market crashed. Boom turned dramatically to bust, triggering the Great Depression, the worst economic collapse in the history of the modern industrial world. New York was especially hit hard almost kind of like it is now. It's strange. Three quarters of a million people were out of work. Temporary shanty towns, or Hoovervilles, as they were called, sprang up in Central Park and along the East River. But Rockefeller, by creating over 75,000 jobs, helped keep many people afloat during those dark days. And I was thinking about that, man. I want to be a Rockefeller, you know? I'm not going to get the money that he has, but like, I want to be able to create jobs. I'm looking for opportunity. I am not going to go down with the sinking ship. All right. So study it for yourself. In this mind map, I actually have some links to a Wikipedia article in the Great Depression. Do a simple Google search and this is fascinating. Find out what are the sectors that did well during the Great Depression. I did a study on that. I have a Google link. You should go through this and look at it. And there's a really fascinating article in here. The 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 Five Great Depression Success Stories. I found this on mentalfloss.com. And uh, there's a really fascinating article about what these companies did to survive the Great Depression. And just real quick, my notes here. uh, They had cash before the crash. They had little to no debt they used cash to buy assets at huge discounts. They spun and sold the assets for more cash when they needed it. They lowered their prices. They increased their marketing. They diversified. Did you notice they increased their marketing? They diversified. They got creative with marketing and incentives and they didn't forget the small guy. So that's a really good article. I'd encourage you to read it. Again, you can get that in the mind map by just texting the word flip to 313131. Third thing I want to talk about is growing. Don't shrink. You know, be careful with social media and the news, especially like don't read the news before you Go to bed? Come on. And you are what you consume, right? You're gonna focus, or what you focus on will grow, and your income will only grow to the extent that you grow. So, how do you grow during times of uncertainty? Invest in your education, books, online courses, podcasts, and videos, whatever you do, don't binge watch Netflix or Disney Plus or Amazon Prime. There's a hundred of them right now, right? Take a walk outside, take a deep breath, take some time to get some fresh air and think. Now is the time to grow your mental state, your physical body you're in business, your business as well. I talk about some of that later. Hoard positivity, not toilet paper, right? It's all about perspective, guys. Our grandparents were called to go to war and pick up guns to defend our liberties, and here we are freaking out about toilet paper, right? We're fighting about toilet paper, worried about washing our hands. Obviously, that is important. But guys, this is only temporary. Be grateful. Focus on the positive side of things. You can't win the outer game if you're losing the inner game, right? So eat good food. Stop eating junk food. When we were at the grocery store the other day, I saw guy a cart full of red bulls right obesity bad health kills way more people than any flu virus so now it's time to double down on our health and our diet boost your immune system me personally i've been eating i've been doing a lot more vitamins eating a lot more fruits vitamin c's i've been getting more sleep too this is important stop reading the news drink more water Water is super important. Don't forget your health. Gratitude, stop complaining, be thankful, guys. Ask yourself, how can I grow from this? Instead of always complaining and saying, why is this happening to me? Instead say, you know, what can I learn from this? Where are the new opportunities? And that's what I'm hoping to do with you through these videos. The next thing I want to talk about in the big picture of things is being a producer, not a consumer. Your circle of influence needs to be needs you to be rather positive and encouraging. So be careful with social media. If you've got kids, teach them this stuff, right? You are required to step up and lead. People need leaders now more than ever. So it's time to show up and serve, okay? Let me see if I can get this open. You have a responsibility to you, your business, your teams, your customers. Now is the time to create a safe place, communicate with your audience, with your teams, show up, support them, let them know you're here and help them in any way we can. Now is the time to be a producer, not a consumer. Start spreading good things around instead of the bad things. Now, another thing that you need to understand is learning to identify problems and then solving them. As this situation evolves, there's gonna be new problems that emerge every single day. But as entrepreneurs, guys, we are problem solvers. So there are exciting, new, and innovative ways people and businesses are adapting to change, right? Companies are telling people to work from home. Brick-and-mortar stores are offering specific store hours for high-risk customers. Restaurants, cafes are doing takeout, to-go options. Teachers are helping parents at home, right? My daughter just had dance lesson from on Zoom just a couple hours ago in our house So this is now a new and exciting way. Look look for innovative ways that we can adapt to this change. The point is this, guys. Times like these create innovation and creativity. How you change and adapt to uncertain circumstances can have a huge impact on your business today and in the long run. So start making a list of problems that you're seeing right now and start asking yourself, how can you start solving them? This relates to being a producer, not a consumer, right? Start coming up with solutions. People are living in fear and they will happily pay you for solutions that will provide them a sense of security and safety, learn to pivot in your business, insert yourself into your customer's internal dialogue. For example, if you have an Airbnb, instead of featuring nice pictures of the front of the house, feature some pictures of the air purifier, sanitizer products. Do talk about all the extra cleaning that you're doing. So think about what are customers thinking about now and how can you then help them with that? Uh, Related to this is preparing and not panicking all right you need to know your numbers and what are my notes here oh yeah data not drama it's so easy to freak out and get emotional but this is now all about data not drama so we need to prepare, but don't panic. So you need to know these numbers, right? What's your current cash on hand? What's your current run rate? Are you bleeding cash each month? You have to ask yourself what's going to happen if things continue like this for the next three to six months. What if all this government assistance and this loan money that they're talking about doesn't happen? What if it takes two to three months to get the money? You've got to ask yourself how what's going to happen in my business if, if I don't get that money, if things continue like this. It's time to face the facts, face reality rather than just brush it aside. Communicate with your team. Come up with a plan. You know, you've got a plan and think strategically. Create some event-based milestones that will trigger strategic decisions in your business. What I mean by that is instead of just freaking out and cutting everything and firing everybody, it's like, listen, we have three months to accomplish X. If we don't accomplish that goal, this is what's going to happen. If revenue drops to X, then our expenses have to drop to Y. So these scenarios become your decision makers or markers, right? This will remove the emotion. And your biases. And knowing again, recognizing this, that emotional reactive decisions will kill your business. So you need to come up with a plan, prepare and not panic. If you wait and to make these decisions until you're forced to, it's probably already too late. So, bottom line, if your revenue is dropping, you need to reduce your overhead. And this is also a good time to get your personal house in order. That mind map is taking a while to open up here. Here, your chances of dying from the virus really, really small, right? You're more likely to die from cancer or a car wreck, car wreck, but. Why let a crisis like this go to waste? Uh, Use this opportunity to make sure you have things in order. Do you have life insurance, disability insurance, living trust? Will, do you have a business partner? Do you have an operating agreement that covers sickness and death? If you do, uh, can your spouse and kids access your username and passwords? You know, what about your personal finances, business accounts, software, things like that? What about your parents? What are you going to do if you're sick in bed for three weeks with this virus and you're the primary breadwinner? So now it's time to just get your house in order, okay? But prepare, don't panic. What if, guys, some of you are personally on the ropes right now? What if you're struggling to pay your bills on the first of next month? Well, number one... I would not count on the government bailing you out. It's time to get creative as H-E double hockey sticks, okay? You got to work your tail off. People want to stay at home, so start delivering food with Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever they are, right? If you have a skill, offer it for half the price of your competitors. If somebody came by and said, hey, Joe, I'll cut your grass. What are you paying now? Uh, I'll cut your grass for half of that. Man, you got the work. I'll give it to you. So reach out to 100 people a day. Offer to help them in any way you can. Get on Fiverr and Upwork. Get a Realtor's license find tenants for investors. I just saw somebody the other day was talking about doing 3D because nobody can really go look at houses right now. What if you bought like a $300 3D camera and there's things you can do, like programs where you can go take a bunch of pictures inside these houses and get a 3D tour of people's houses. What if you got one of those cameras and started emailing and calling every realtor and leasing agent and property manager you could find and get paid to go take 3D tours, pictures of their properties. If you have a realtor's license, think about getting tenants, going out and contacting landlords and say, hey, listen, if I find you a tenant, you just pay me one month's rent. So I, you only pay me if I find somebody for you, right? Uh, find a group of people who have money, who have large business and find out how you can help them, how you can serve them, offer whatever services you can to them. Call out their major competitors and help them crush their competition. What I mean by that is like if you're contacting a company, say, hey, how would you like me to help you do whatever <laughs> to your competition? When you go to war with a team like that, and you find a way to win, the opportunities are absolutely endless. So it's time to get creative as H-E double hockey sticks, okay? Do whatever you need to do right now to make money. And whatever, do not quit, do not give in, fight every single day. This challenge will come to an end at some point, all right? Now, I'm gonna talk real briefly, high big picture of kind of what I see are some of the opportunities in real estate. And in my next couple of videos I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be talking more specifically about these three things, making multiple offers, buyer marketing, and following up with old leads and actually giving you spreadsheets and calculators and marketing tools and things that I use for this in the mind map. So you're gonna wanna make sure you get that. And by the way, if you don't see those videos, all right? I'm gonna have a videos for all of this, for the big picture stuff and these three things that I'm doing in the mind map itself. So if you want the mind map, again, text the word flip to 313131. Text the word flip to 313131. And again, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, please type that in the comments and give me a thumbs up if you like this video and share it. That way we can all see that. All right. So the opportunities in real estate, again, this is high level stuff. I'm going to be diving deeper into detail with this further on in the mind map. If you're new to this business, guys, let me just say this. You're in the right place at the right time. This is the best time to be in this business. Like I was saying before, wealth doesn't disappear, it transfers, okay? The world will soon be on sale. Prices will soon be at an all-time low again. You need to think about where's the cheese moving to. And remember this, what worked yesterday may not work tomorrow. So I think you need to get educated on these two main things right now if you wanna succeed, okay? Creative financing and fast cash strategies. What do I mean by that? Learning how to offer seller financing or lease options. Fast cash strategies in terms of wholesaling, flipping lease options, selling or assigning contracts. Now is a better time to be focused on the quick nickel rather than the slow dime for a lot of reasons. So get educated, find some good podcasts. Mine, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. I do three episodes a week. Just go to any of the podcast players, Spotify, Google Play, Apple, of course, and all of that. Just do a search for Joe McCall or Real Estate Investing Mastery, Real Estate Investing Mastery, and find my podcast, listen to it. Get some education, get my book, or a bunch of books. There's a tons of them. YouTube. But whatever you do when you're learning this stuff, take action on what you learn. Spring is coming. It's actually already here. It's time to be optimistic, guys. I quit my job in 2009, a year after the last recession when the market was free falling. So you need to think about where and how did I do that? I was, I was flipping lease options. That's all. I was flipping lease options. Uh, this is why it's important to listen to podcasts like mine. Again, mine is Real Estate Investing Mastery. Real estate investing mastery. This is a great podcast. I did with Sean Terry. What wholesalers should be doing in this uncertain market. Rob Swanson navigating the crazy market in 2020. So yeah, so many good things out there. Now, uh, what's working today is not what was working a couple of years ago. All right. Now, okay. Real estate in general, uh, there's a market everywhere. You just got to go find it. And you should be able to survive with three months of no income. Let me look at here. Cash flow will be interrupted. If you don't have enough cash to make it through the next three months, consider liquidating assets as quickly as possible to give you some peace of mind to help you make it through this uncertain period. Don't wait until it's too late and you're forced into a fire sale in an uncertain market. And if you don't already start mailing contracts and written offers to anyone you speak with on the phone, even if they reject your offer. So ideally you wanna send an offer to every seller you talk to. So this won't only just plant your flag, but it'll also give you a reason to follow up with sellers later. Hey, I'm just following up on that offer. I sent you. This is happening a lot. We're seeing this. Old leads are starting to come back. Uh, we're f- doing more follow-up, getting a much, much bigger response right now with all of our follow-up. So it's a time when people are concerned about, uh, in this time, when people are concerned about liquidity, uh, masterminds are an obvious expense to eliminate. But this is something that I would urge you to rethink. Right now, during this time, community, collaboration, they're going to be the secret to having a, massful, a massively successful business as we move into the future. Global insight and support from like-minded business owners will be critical. To not only survive but thrive through the uncharted waters that we are all about to enter. So if you're not in a mastermind, start one or join one. And if you are in one, I would encourage you really do not get out of your mastermind. Don't slow down. There's more motivated sellers now than we've seen in a really, really long time. It's I, I'm we're seeing this in our own self. I'm seeing it with, with in my own business and our with our students. There's less competition. More sellers are more motivated now. So do not slow down on your marketing. Uh, you need to be focused on the quick nickel rather than the slow dime you mm-hmm try not to use your own cash right now. Focus on affordable housing. There's a really good, okay, here we go. People always need a roof over their heads. The population of the US is growing. Don't forget that. It sounds like, you know, everything's falling apart, but the population of the United States is growing very, very rapidly. Follow the demand. It's easy to see where that is. In the mind map here, there's a really good article. There's a bunch of really good articles on bigger pockets. So check that out. If you have rentals right now, I would would urge you to consider doing section eight. I had a really good interview with Rob Swanson and my my Real estate investing mastery podcast right here, and well, uh, we talked about that. That's something that he did when the market crashed last time. Is he started focusing on Section Eight rentals? Everybody thought he was crazy, but that's when um, the government can uh, pays the rent, basically, right? Also, finally, I'll say with this in regards to real estate, you can do deals virtually. I know I talk about this a lot. You already know it. But how certain are you that you can keep your job or you're going to have a job to come back to? Why not do deals from home? You don't have to go see the houses. You don't have to talk on the phone. with. I mean, you, you can do deals by just talking the phone on the phone with sellers and buyers, okay? So do your deals virtually. All right, let's talk about marketing real quick. Double up on cold calling marketing and texting. It's working really good. People are going to be at home. They are at home. You should get a higher percentage of people that answer. Vacant houses is a great list to call. Follow-up is super important today. Send text messages or sly broadcast voicemails to your current leads. Let them know, hey, we're here to help. Your efforts will be shown now, but even more so in 90 days with you following up. Mail, Direct mail, guys, uh, is coming back, but it's working really, really well. Actually, we're seeing upwards to two to 4% response rates where before we were seeing half to 1% response rate. Wholesaling, start focusing on the buyer's list. I'm gonna be talking about this in my next video. It's easier to sell people what they want than to sell what you have. This is really important now in this market. I would encourage you all to call and email your current buyers, find out who's still buying now and what are they buying. How do you find those buyers? Call realtors of recent investor transactions, call landlords and property managers, look up other recent investor transactions and skip trace them, call them, email them, send them letters. There's a lot that you can do right now with that. So the other thing, and you guys already, a lot of you know this, uh, make sure you're in, increasing your inspection periods and your closing dates. Offer sellers to just, they leave a key. You, you can do inspections. You don't have to come into contact with them. Get sellers and tenants working for you, taking pictures, doing walkthrough videos. You can do live Zooms with with sellers if you want and, and buyers. Expect your closing processes to take longer. That's okay. You can't control that. And don't be greedy. On your wholesaling deals. I mean, we're getting we were used to 20000 thousand dollar assignment fees. Well, guess what? We may need to be back to normal with just five to ten thousand dollar assignment fees. That's okay. Don't be greedy. Lease options. This is exactly why I love lease options. You can control property without owning it. Owning it when the market goes south, I'm not going to go down with it because I don't own anything. I only control the paper. I just have an option to buy the property. So now is the time to focus on lease options and owner financing, long term, zero percent interest. I'm going to be spending a lot more time talking about this in my next video here, but you don't have to worry about title companies. I quit my job. Nobody was quitting their job in 2009. The year after the last recession started. And it's so much easier to negotiate deals with sellers when you can give them whatever price they want, right? You don't have to pretend that you have money to close or rely on cash buyers and hope that they can close when you can sell your deals lightning fast without a buyer's list using lease options. Final thing I want to tell you here is about vacant rural land. Uh, my boys helped me with our vacant rural land business and it's going really well right now. Preppers are looking for space. People in New York City are looking for space. People want to get away from the high density Populated areas. So there's going to be a trend away from high density. And right now, you can buy land for super, super cheap at 20 cents on the dollar. I'm going to be talking more about that on my podcast as well. All right. So now, if you want some help and things that we've talked about, um, number one, get this mind map. Text the word flip to 313131 to get the mind map. Also, before we end this now, I want to tell you, if you watch my webinar, at SLOclass.com, SLO stands for Simple Lease Options, SLOclass.com, you can find out how we are pivoting and using creative deals like lease options to really do well in this market. And the way I set up my course, if you don't know this, my philosophy is real simple. If I can't make you money, then I don't deserve yours. So when you go through the class and you set up your business, like I teach it, uh, you have six months, you get all of your money back. You don't even have to do a deal. Just go through the course do the marketing, make the offer, set up your business like I teach you with the systems and the tools, and you get your entire investment back in six months. All right, cool. So uh, exciting, a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm going to be doing three more videos um, talking about number one, how to, the opportunities available with creative deals and why it's important to make multiple offers. I'm going to actually give you two different calculators I use to make multiple offers. I'm going to go through example deals. I'm going to be talking about buyer marketing. This is so important right now, finding the buyers because there are out there and finding out what they're willing to pay for these properties and, and how to contact them. And I'm going to talk about how to follow up with old leads. Okay. Let me show you one more thing with this uh, mind map. If you text the word flip to 313131, this is the same mind map I used when I gave away a wholesaling 101 course. So actually in the bonuses of this mind map is that wholesaling 101 class. And you have the videos and the transcripts, all of the steps. This was a course that people sell for a thousand bucks. And we teach you how to wholesale a deal from beginning to end. And we give you all of our marketing pieces and contracts for wholesaling deals here, scripts and whatever. Uh, So check it out. And you can only get this in the mind map and you can get my audio book for wholesaling lease options as well. I know I'm giving you a lot of stuff here, but you can get the audio book for my wholesaling lease options book, uh, going to wloaudio.com for only a dollar 99. Okay, cool. Again, if you want this mind map, text the word flip to 313131. And I will see you guys on my next video. I'm going to be talking about how to make multiple offers to sellers. All right. We'll see you guys. Take care.